Hello and thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Bite Size Cybercrime, the podcast where we discuss cybercrimes and cybersecurity news. And this week we're going to be discussing a vulnerability in a popular command line utility that, although is one of the worst vulnerabilities in this utility in a long time, thankfully, was not as bad as it initially seemed. Curl is a command that allows you to transfer data over different protocols most commonly to get data from websites using a command line instead of going through a standard web browser and downloading normally. On October 4th, Daniel Stenberg, one of the Curl developers, warned that their normal development cycle would be cut short and a new version of Curl would release on October 11th to resolve two vulnerabilities, one rated low and one rated high. Stenberg said that the high-rated vulnerability was one of the worst Curl security flaws in a long time. So, what is it? It's actually kind of similar to a vulnerability we discussed on the podcast a couple weeks ago involving libwebp. It's a heap buffer overflow. A buffer overflow is an error where a program mistakenly writes more data to an allocated buffer than it's actually able to hold. Since the data can't be stored in the buffer, it's written to other locations of memory which can corrupt that data and cause crashes. Or in the worst case scenario, allowed for remote code execution. Remote code execution is, well, the ability to execute code on a system remotely, without directly controlling that machine. Being able to execute code into a system can allow a foothold into compromising that system and be a stepping stone for other attacks. So this is pretty bad because curl comes with a lot of operating systems and people using curl could possibly lead to a compromise. But why was it less serious than we initially thought if it's everywhere? When it comes to vulnerabilities, you have to consider a lot of things, which is not only how bad it can be if exploited and what systems it's on, but how easily it can be exploited. If it's difficult to exploit, attackers will simply find another one to use. This vulnerability isn't necessarily difficult to exploit, several people have demonstrated a proof of concept, but what it does require is a special set of circumstances that probably don't apply to most curl users. The circumstances are as follows. Curl must be using a SOX5 proxy. A proxy is an intermediate server between a client, you, and another server, and it can be used so you don't have to interact with the server directly. You go through, well, a proxy. A lot of VPN servers offer a SOX proxy to allow you to change your location and watch Netflix in the UK to see shows they don't have on the US version. The SOX proxy must also be using proxy resolver mode and be configured to automatically follow redirects. Resolver mode allows the proxy to look up host names itself. But there's still more. The error is only possible if curl OTP buffer size is either not set at all or is smaller than 65,541 bytes. Curl OTP buffer size simply sets your preference for buffer size, and by default it is 100 kilobytes which means it is not vulnerable in the default state, which most people tend to just keep. And finally, the SOX5 handshake that allows you to trigger the bug must be slow enough, though how slow is not specified. Basically, if a slow SOX5 connection is being established, a hacker can redirect someone using curl to a website with a very long host name, think like thousands of characters long which will cause the hostname to be copied into the heap buffer instead of properly redirecting the user to the web address. This will cause curl to crash, and although you could theoretically use the vulnerability to remotely execute code, it has only been able to crash the program during proof of concept, 
which really is just kind of annoying rather than potentially very destructive, especially since it will only crash curl, not the entire machine in most cases, although it could result in performance issues. So this seems incredibly specific. Who is actually using curl in this way? Well, a lot of cybersecurity researchers will use a SOX5 proxy with curl to request APIs for security testing or debugging. But overall, it's likely not as big a concern as initially assumed and can be mitigated by either not using a SOX5 proxy, or if you really have to, setting curl OTP buffer size larger than that 65,541 bytes, which it already is in the default state. Not allowing redirects can cause issues when accessing web pages, so most people would probably leave that on. Same with not allowing the proxy to look up DNS records itself. However, this vulnerability also only exists on curl versions between 7.690 and 8.3.0, as it was patched in curl version 8.4.0, which just came out. Although the circumstances for exploitation are very, very specific, there is still potential for this to be exploited in the wild, as the proof of concept demonstrates. It's not unlikely that curl OTP buffer size would be unset by a script that automatically sets configurations to maintain a consistent state, or that it's set lower than what is recommended. Configuration errors are easy to overlook, especially when it comes to new vulnerabilities that exploit them. Human error may seem like a silly mistake, but sometimes all it takes is the right mistake to be dangerous. It's also possible one would intentionally unset curl OTP buffer size due to performance issues, and then just forget about it. Thankfully, though, this is pretty easy to check once you know about the vulnerability and you can set it. Thank you to Bleepy Computer, The Hacker News, Qualys Tenable, and of course Daniel Stenberg for information on this vulnerability. And I would like to extend my thanks to you for tuning into this week's episode of Bite Size Cybercrime. My name is Chloe Tonus, and until next time, stay secure.